Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, friends. Welcome to Practically Joyful Mom for Episode 7. I'm Mackenzie. Thanks so much for being here today and for sharing this time together. You know that as moms, we don't have a ton of free time, and so I am honored that you are spending the time listening to this, and I hope that you'll leave excited and refreshed and encouraged and more joyful because we could all use a little more joy in our lives, especially as moms, and especially this year 2020 has felt just difficult. I talked a little bit in our last episode, episode six, about soul care and taking care of ourselves when we feel weary, doing some of the deeper work of digging into things that will really till the soil of our soul and refresh and recharge us. Today I'm also talking about something that can help us when we're weary, help us when we're tired, when we're overwhelmed, but it's a little bit lighter, a little bit more fun. Today we're talking about laughter and specifically about laughing with your kids, about being silly, about being willing to just joke and laugh and lighten up a little bit. I know that I as a mom have a real tendency to feel like everything's got to be serious. We have to seriously get in the car right now or we're going to be late for school. We've got to cook dinner and we have to focus on it and be serious about it. And yes, there are plenty of times where we really do need to be serious. If your child's about to run out in the street, you need to bust out your serious voice, right? There's a lot of things we have to be serious about in motherhood doesn't mean we can't ever laugh. It doesn't mean we can't ever be silly and goofy and just lighten up and enjoy things and laugh with our kids, laugh with our family. You may have heard Proverbs 17:21, which says, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Or maybe even just the saying that laughter is the best medicine. And it's actually not just a cute saying or a nice sentiment. I spent a lot of time preparing for this episode looking at some of the scientific articles with evidence to back up this importance of choosing to be joyful and laughing and smiling instead of remaining bitter and stressed. So besides the fact that laughing is just enjoyable, feels nice, um, we may not even realize that it actually has physiological benefits. It's not just frivolous to laugh or to take time for being silly or funny. Um, The American Heart Association website actually recommends laughter for heart health. 
They cite research that laughter increases production of good cholesterol and reduces inflammation of your arteries. I also looked at the Mayo Clinic website, which had a whole list of research-based research-based physiological benefits of laughter, which is crazy to me. I mean, I, it's really cool. It's also kind of crazy that there are this many things that laughter can do for our bodies. According to this article, laughter can stimulate some of our organs, like our heart, our lungs, can actually improve our breathing, help us get more oxygen. Uh, it can increase the endorphins released by our brains, which just makes us feel happier decrease our heart rate and our blood pressure laughing can stimulate circulation and aid muscle relaxation which totally helps reduce stress right we can go get a massage or have a good laugh and both of those things while the massage may be more enjoyable we don't always have time for it but laughing can also do some of those same things to help our circulation help our muscle relaxation there are even long-term benefits that this article talked about from laughter, that laughing regularly, consistently, can help improve our immune systems by releasing neuropeptides that fight stress. Laughing can actually help relieve physical pain by causing our body to release some of its own natural painkillers. And laughing can help us connect with people and improve our overall mood you probably didn't need a research study to tell you that um but when we laugh we end up feeling happier it improves our mood and it makes us feel connected like think about going to a funny movie with a friend or your husband or your kids at the end you feel more connected you feel closer to the people you're with because of that shared experience of laughter so all of this evidence really lines up with the idea that laughter is actually extremely beneficial for us. When we're knee-deep in laundry or up to our elbows in dishes, laughter kind of seems frivolous or it seems out of place when there's so many serious things to be dealt with in motherhood. But finding ways and times to laugh is actually a worthy use of our time because it can help us connect closely with our children, with our husbands with our whole family can help reduce our stress and it can help with all these like actual physical benefits at the start of the school year I didn't know all this research but at the start of the school year my first grader and I came up with this idea to do laugh time quote-unquote laugh time sometimes in the afternoon after school we don't do it every day it's not like a part of our daily routine or anything it's mostly just on the days where I feel like my first grader had a really rough day at school, is feeling stressed or tired, or my two-year-old is about to lose it, or I am about to lose it. Um, on those days where one or all of us is feeling stressed or emotionally fragile, and I've noticed a few things on the days that we actually do this laugh time, and I'll talk a little bit more about it, what we do in a little bit. But I've noticed, and these are not scientific studies, there was no control group, no measurements, no careful recording, these are just kind of my observations. I've noticed that after we spend some time laughing together, we really do feel closer to each other. We just want to snuggle and be together. Some of the tensions that have built up over the day between us feel less, or they might even kind of disappear after we share a good laugh if they were tensions about 
little things, when we have a good time just laughing together, it lets out some of those pent-up emotions that would otherwise come out in like angry words, grumpy attitudes, or full-on tantrums from our children or ourselves. I would so much rather spend some time laughing together than to end our day with stress and conflict. And I'm by no means saying, oh, if you just laugh together, you'll never have any more conflict. But it is a way to kind of release and let out some of those bottled up emotions that are bugging us. And it's something, it's a healthy way to let some of those things out. When we have a little laugh time, it actually does shift the mood. We could have all been feeling angry or sad or frustrated or pessimistic before, but after just laughing for a few minutes together, we really do feel more positive, more relaxed, more joyful. It makes me think of, you've probably heard this before, but the idea that our feelings shouldn't lead us. We don't say, oh, I feel like doing this, so I'm going to act that way. We should say, okay, how do I want to feel? I'm going to act in a way that makes me feel that way. So like the idea of love is a choice. If you don't feel like you love your spouse, do some action that shows them love and your feelings will follow. So it's kind of similar for laughter. We choose to laugh. We choose to find something funny and laugh about it. And we tell our bodies to be more joyful and to be less stressed. So I just want to invite us all to that perspective shift today. Whether you're feeling like stuck in disaster mom mode and like everything is a mess and there's nothing to laugh about. Or if you're feeling in super serious perfect mom mode where you're just trying so hard to keep everything under control. And if you stop for a second, it won't be perfect anymore. Wherever you're at, there is room and time for laughter in your life and it will make a difference. You won't regret the five minutes that you spent not working on something else. Another important perspective here is that kids love laughter. They love silly things. They love funny things. They love being goofy. They just love fun. I remember being at some children's event. I can't remember where this was, but it stood out to me. I was listening to some of the leaders talk beforehand, and somebody was saying, okay, tonight with the kids, make sure you're having fun fun with them because fun is like currency with kids. So if they feel like, hey, I've had a lot of fun with this adult, they've invested in me some currency, fun currency, then when you go to ask them, hey, can you guys please do this? Can you do that? They're so much more likely to cooperate because they've had that fun with you. They've felt like, oh, okay, I I like this person. They're funny. They make me laugh. Sure, I want to listen to what they're asking me to do. And we can also think of just putting ourselves in our kids' shoes. Do you want to spend most of the day with somebody serious and maybe even harsh just telling you what to do all day? Or would you rather have someone who laughs with you and jokes with you and has fun with you and who you feel connected with, who you feel like you can be silly sometimes with, when that person says, okay, now it's time to be serious and get something done, our kids are so much more likely to cooperate. We would be so much more likely to cooperate if we think about putting ourselves in their shoes. That doesn't mean we're never serious. Like I said before, there are lots of times where we need to be serious in parenting, but 
there are also plenty of times where we can be silly and lighthearted, and it just brings up the whole mood of our entire house and helps our kids want to cooperate more with us later on when we need to be serious. There was a quote that I read somewhere years ago. I don't remember where I read it, but it really has stuck with me, so I just looked up who said it. It was Marianne Williamson, who I know nothing about, but she said, Everything we do is infused with the energy with which we do it. If we're frantic, life will be frantic. If we're peaceful, life will be peaceful. So I would kind of add like my own words on the end of this and say if we're always serious, if we're always stern, if we're always rigid, we have to do this, we have to do this, we have to do this, then life is going to feel serious and rigid and stern for our kids. But if we get silly while we're emptying the dishwasher, if we have a little dance party with our kids in the living room while we're cleaning up for the evening, those things become fun. And then it's fun to clean up and it's fun to unload the dishwasher. And it's fun to get in the car if we ask them if they want to get in the car like a bunny rabbit or a kangaroo. And it's no longer this serious, okay, fine, I have to get in the car. Okay, fine, I have to unload the dishwasher. Okay, fine, we have to clean up. We can really have a lot of effect on how our kids feel about certain activities by the energy with which we do it. And it feels to me a lot of times like, oh, it's going to take so much energy to be silly about that. It's going to take so much energy to like make it a game. But I find that the times when I do, when I say, okay, I'm going to invest the energy anyway, I actually come out of it with way more energy because being silly, laughing, reduces my stress. It makes me happier. So at first it seems like, oh, this is going to be a big energy investment, but really I've noticed it's something that gives me energy. So that would be our perspective shift for today, to look at laughter as something that's going to benefit our relationships, our stress levels, our health, And not just laughter, but any kind of silliness and making things goofy or a game with your kids. In terms of applying that practically, there's a lot of different things we can do. You could try starting your own laugh time with your kids or call it whatever you want to call it. You don't have to do it every day. If you want to do it every day, if you think having this as part of your routine would be good for your family, great. Or if you just want to look for opportunities to do it, when you feel tension starting to rise or negative emotions creeping in from every angle, do what works for your family. Here's what we tend to do for laugh time, and I think there's a lot of different ways you could do it. But kind of at the end of the school or after the end of the school day, we've gotten home. If I sense everybody's kind of stressed, kind of on edge, usually we all pile into my oldest son's bed and we might wrestle, we might just tickle each other, we might blow raspberries on each other's arms or bellies or whatever. Anything that kind of gets us moving can make us laugh. One day we were laying on the bed and we just all bounced our feet on the bed, kind of kicking the bed just a little, and it like shook the whole bed. And my kids cracked up, they thought it was hilarious, and laughed for so long and laughed so hard doesn't have to be this big fancy amazing thing it can just be something little like that sometimes for our laugh time I'll read a book in a weird way so we did this one day with a book that they were really familiar with they knew all the lines 
and I just started ending each line with like a completely nonsense word instead of what was there. And sometimes I'd rhyme it with the end of the line before it, or sometimes it was just this complete mishmash of sounds. And they cracked up so hard. I don't know why that was hilarious, but it was. They loved it, and I had to like start taking pauses because they couldn't breathe. They were laughing so hard. Another thing I did one day, just kind of spur of the moment, that made them laugh really hard was to read a book and make it about them. So I did If You Give a Mouse a Cookie. So you could say something like, if your daughter's name is Sarah, you could say, if you give Sarah some Play-Doh, she'll make a unicorn. And after she's made the unicorn, she'll want a princess to go with it. Whatever your kids are into, maybe that won't make your kids laugh. My kids laughed really hard about this. Something that's silly, something that's unexpected, unexpected things tend to make us laugh. So any of those are ideas that we have done to make laugh time fun at our house. You could watch silly cat videos, silly dog videos, make up a secret nonsense language. You could turn on a YouTube video of some of your favorite songs and sing karaoke and get dramatic or change the words, make it something silly. There are all sorts of different ways that you could add a little bit of laughter to your day, to just your normal routine with your kids or as a one-off thing. I've also noticed that you can really diffuse a lot of tense situations with your kids by just doing something silly, by just getting them laughing. So if your two-year-old won't put on their shoes, pick up their shoes and hang them off your ears. Maybe that's too gross, but you know, just a hypothetical idea. And walk around the house pretending you're a clown or all sorts of silly things. My kids sometimes don't want to eat lunch or they don't want to come to the table for lunch. So I'll say, oh, and today we're having worms for lunch. And they think it's hilarious and they laugh really hard and then they forget all about the fact that, oh, I didn't want to come to the table and stop playing what I'm playing. Uh, If we can get them laughing, it really diffuses a lot of that tension and makes them much more willing to cooperate. Again, that idea of If they have fun with you, they're much more willing to cooperate and to listen. For a while, I got so tired of saying, please put on your shoes, that I just made up a little song. And I would just walk around the house singing, shoes, shoes, it's time to put on shoes. Or sing it like high-pitched or in weird different tones. And they laughed so hard, they forgot to fight back about not putting on their shoes and they would just do it. You can make a random song, making up goofy songs about anything. Okay, now we're folding clothes. You can make that into a really weird, random, goofy song that makes your kids laugh. It changes the whole tone of an activity. It can infuse that activity with laughter and with joy and with fun. So those are some practical ideas that I have for adding some more laughter to your life and We talked a lot at the beginning about why this is something that could really help bring more joy to your life. It can physically help you and your kids release stress, feel better physically, and it has a lot of benefits for increased connection with your kids, for increased increased cooperation with them. So there are so many reasons why you might want to add some laughter to your days, and I think It's really easy to find those little ways to just be silly and add laughter if you're on the lookout for them. 
Thanks for being here today for this episode. So glad we were able to share this time together and I hope that you're able to apply this to your life, start laughing more with your kids, find ways to just be silly and lighten up and enjoy your time together. If you've enjoyed this episode, uh, don't forget to hit subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes. And I would love it if you have two minutes to just leave a rating and review. It really just takes two minutes. And that really helps other moms be able to find this podcast and get encouraging messages about things like laughing more with their kids. If you want to connect with me more, you can follow me on Instagram at practicallyjoyfulmom. Or you can also shoot me an email at practicallyjoyfulmom at gmail.com. Thanks again so much for being here today. I'm really excited about this message about laughing more and planning this and recording this has actually helped me to feel even more inspired to look for more ways to add laughter with my kids in unexpected ways. So thanks for being here and thanks for choosing joy with me, friends. Mm -hmm.